welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and that you're feeling loved and appreciated. I also hope that you had a wonderful weekend and that you spent it doing it and doing things with people that you love and people that love you. Now, my weekend was full of planning. My daughter starts school next Wednesday. So this weekend was last weekend. I spent it um, just cleaning up the house, making sure they had... um, a place to do their virtual learning for school. I also wanted to go through their clothes to see what they had because my daughters want to go back to school shopping. And I said this with air quotes because I told them originally, you don't need to go back to school shopping. You can just wear pajamas, you know? Like, nobody's going to see you. You're going to be home. What's the point? But we did find out that with virtual school, they've added something where you're going to be in a classroom. It's I guess maybe it's going to be like Zoom, but not exactly, because they're using Google Classroom. So I don't know how they're going to do it, but they are going to be sitting down. And teachers are actually going to be teaching them, which is great, and I'm, I'm thrilled about this. But they're going to need some clothes. So at first I told them, why don't you just wear a nice shirt, and no one sees, you know, whether you have pajama pants or whatever. They were not fans of this idea, so... I decided that since they're already going to have to do virtual learning, the least I can do is buy them some clothes for school. So yeah, they're getting school clothes. I need to get them some school supplies. We have a lot of school supplies in the house, but I need to just make sure we go to their school list and make sure they have what they need. Um, I'm also going to do their hair because if you're going to be seeing them with the Zoom or with their Google Classrooms, I kind of want the hair to look nice and I don't want it to be a mess. So we still have a lot of back-to-school shopping and back-to-school preparations to get done. So that's going to be done all next weekend up until probably Tuesday, because Wednesday at this point is to be able to start virtual school and not have any issues. So yeah, they're going to be doing that. Now this is going to be a huge adjustment for our family, but I'm confident that we're going to be able not to just adjust to this situation, but to thrive in it. The superintendent of the school district is already saying that this is going to be the best year ever. And you know what? I'm on board with that. I like that kind of thinking because, yeah, this is something that no one expected to happen. This is something that all of us have been caught off guard with. But just because you're going to have to do school differently this year doesn't mean it has to be bad. And I think if we start, like, changing our mindset, like, this is going to be a good school year for you, then that's what it's going to be. So I've been telling my kids, you know, it's going to be different, but it's going to be a good school year. You're going to have fun. And, you know, next semester, if everything works out, then you can go back to school. But until then, this is going to be a good school year for you. So that's what we're doing. And I think that this lesson of making lemonade out of lemons is something that's going to go with them through life. Because, let's be real, this is a situation where we're stuck with lemons. No school for them. They can't do things they want. We've been stuck in the house pretty much all summer. But instead of looking at the bad side of it, we can look at it like, I've got to spend a lot of quality time with my daughters. They're going to be doing virtual school. They're going to have fun. It's a new experience, and it can better prepare them for life and what they want to do in life and also help them to adjust. And I just think that this is going to be an awesome time for them to adjust and to learn lessons that life is going to teach them. So that is what I'm excited about. I'm super, super, super thrilled that they're going to be doing virtual school. So they're excited too, so that is a plus for everyone. And I think that as they get older, they're going to learn that even if things don't go your way in life, that if you take what you're given and make the best out of that situation, that things are going to be better for you. So that is what they're learning, and I'm super excited that this is what's going on with them this year. 
I'm also excited about the virtual school because they've actually going to be a teacher. Last semester, thank God, they actually passed. I was clueless. I had no idea what they were doing. These kids have hard work. Like, I did the work that they did. But I remember doing it maybe, like, in 7th grade or 8th grade. I don't remember a 5th grader having to do algebra or anything like that. When I was in school in the 5th grade, we weren't doing algebra. We were doing, like, long division. But, no, my daughter's doing algebra, and they're doing all this hard stuff. And I'm just sitting up here like, I didn't do this till 8th grade. What in the world? So, a lot of times I Googled things. A lot of times we just procrastinated. Sometimes it was so overwhelming, I just waited till the last minute to help them. But with the help of a virtual teacher actually there helping them go through their work, it means a lot, and I know that they're going to do good. And this year is huge because my daughters are in the ninth grade, seventh grade, and sixth grade, and they're going to need all the help that they can get. And by having the actual teacher there teaching them is going to make a lot of difference. And I feel that they're gonna, their education is not going to be like on sacrifice because they're doing the virtual option because they have a teacher. Now, this year is a huge milestone for our family because this is the last... Actually, we have no elementary school kids in the house anymore. My youngest daughter is in sixth grade, so she is in middle school. So I have a ninth grader, a seventh grader, and a sixth grader. And it's awesome because they're moving on, they're doing things with life. Now, for me, it's bittersweet. Now, I'm happy that they've passed, they've gone to the next grade, and they are succeeding in school. But this is bittersweet because I'm just like, oh, my goodness, my kids are growing up I no longer have a kid in elementary school and my oldest now is in high school which is weird to say but they're reaching milestones and they're doing what they need to do so I'm excited for them speaking of milestones today the music and vibes podcast is reaching a huge milestone because today's episode is episode 100 of the podcast yes I know I'm really excited that we reached this milestone and that I have been on this journey with you for 100 episodes. Now, I don't have anything planned. I'm sorry. To be honest, it actually just snuck up on me. Like, I was looking at some analytics, and I happened to see that we had 99 episodes. And I was like, 99 episodes? I was like, oh, my goodness. We're going to be at 100 on Wednesday. But I didn't know what to do. I couldn't think of anything to do because I have been so busy focusing on trying to make the podcast better and coming up with good topics and research until I have not even thought about how many episodes I had. I was just trying to do a good podcast. And so to see 99 and realize I am 100 episodes in today makes me really excited, but I don't have anything planned. So what I'm going to do, instead of celebrating the show, I'm going to celebrate you because the Music and Vibes podcast would not exist without you. And without you, I would have no one to talk to. I would have never, ever met such amazing people to hang out with. So because of you, the podcast is here. Because of you, the podcast exists. Because of you, I'm motivated to do the podcast. I love you guys. So in your honor, I am going to dedicate this episode of the podcast to you. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys, and I totally appreciate you. And thank you for hanging out with me for these past 100 episodes. I also want to encourage you, if there is something that you want to do, to just go ahead and do it. And I say this because I remember when I first started the Music and Vibes podcast. I think I've told you this story a while ago, but I'm just going to tell it again. I had just come off of, like, a lessons learned podcast because 
I had started another podcast before. It was called The Written By Podcast, and I talked about songs and why I wrote them. But it wasn't doing very well, and at that point in time, I had a decision whether I was going to continue with that podcast that I started in 2017, or if I was just going to stop it, you know, scrap that whole idea and do something else. I knew I wanted to podcast, but that idea didn't work out. So I was like, okay, I can decide now whether I want to continue with this podcast or whether I just want to start something different and do another podcast. So I decided to do another podcast talking about something I was really passionate about, which is relationships. As you know, love relationships, love, love. So I decided to do this instead. But I was nervous because the first one didn't go well. You know how you have like that self-doubt, like, what if no one listens to this one? The first one didn't go well. What if it's a repeat? What if, what if, what if? So I was doubting myself. And I had written the first five episodes. It was already scripted out. But I was still, like, afraid to start. So one day in March of 2018, I just sat down. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It's just going to happen. So I sat down, and I hit record. And I just went along with it. Now, the first episode, if you go back and listen to the first episode, it was really, really short. I was telling about what the next episode was going to be about. And it was not that good, I don't think. I recorded it in my office at work. But it was something that I did. And I'm glad I did it. Because today, we're 100 episodes in. Today, there are people who are listening. And I'm just excited that I didn't let my chair of failure stop me from doing this. So, if there is something that you guys want to do, even if you tried it before and failed, I'm just going to tell you as someone who has tried to do something that she failed at the first time, go for it. Just do it. Because if you don't succeed, try, try again. So let me just encourage you to go ahead, do whatever it is. If it's a hobby, if it's a career choice, if it's something that you want to do, just go ahead and do it. I would just say, go do it. Make it happen. And don't let fear stop you from doing it. Because if I had let fear stop me, Music and Vibes podcast would not be here. So don't let fear stop you from whatever your idea is. And if you need someone to just encourage you, if you want someone to get feedback from on your idea, or just want to say hi to me, then you can go over to the Music and Vibes podcast page. And we're on Facebook, so just go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and send me a message. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about forgiving your spouse. Now, as I said earlier, we are in the beginning week or two of the new year, and I think that we should start this year out right by doing some work on ourselves. Now, I just hate working on myself because I find that when I work on myself, there's always some way I need to grow. Like, without fail, there's no matter what I work on, no matter what I try to do, no matter how much self-assessment, there is always something that I need to fix or change or improve about me. Now, if I were to be honest with you, I must admit that I like me. Like, I really do like myself. I like everything about me. And sometimes, I honestly just don't want to change or even think that I should change. I even like some of the most undesirable traits that I have. And I have a hard time wanting to let them go. Now, here's why. I just feel that the characteristics that I have, all of them, good, bad, ugly, whatever, might benefit me in the future. Now, I know this sounds bad. But hey, I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, on the flip side of this, 
Being a psychology major, which I think was my saving grace, I understand that not all of my characteristics are good. And even though I may want to hold on to some of them, I realize that in order to have a healthy marriage or relationship, I've got to let them go. Even some of those characteristics where it can be good at work, but maybe not good at home, or good at home, but not good at work. You know, any of those characteristics, like the over-aggressiveness, the dominance, all that stuff that may help you succeed in business and work environment, they're not going to help you succeed at your home. So you have to know, hey, I probably, maybe I need to learn to sleep in this environment and when I get home, let it go. But there's always learning that you have to do. So for this month, we're going to talk about things that we can either improve in our relationship or things that we need to let go of in our relationship so that we can have a healthy and thriving marriage or relationship. Now, since we're being honest, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I have a hard time forgiving and letting things go. Okay, there, I said it. But I know I'm not the only person out there who feels this way. How do I know? Well, if I were the only person who had a hard time forgiving, then there would be a lot more stable relationships. There would be less fights, less arguments. There would be no more holding grudges. And believe me, the divorce rate would be at an all-time low. Since this is not the case, I know for a fact that I am not the only person who has a hard time forgiving. Sometimes I feel like forgiveness is like a double-edged sword. Like on one hand, it's essential for you to learn how to forgive in your marriage so you can have a healthy marriage, you have to have good health, and be healthy and thriving. But then on the other hand, it's difficult to forgive someone, especially your spouse, because your spouse is one of the very few people who can really, really hurt you. Think about it for a moment. Out of everybody that you have relationships with, your spouse is the only person who can give you the most joy and also cause you the most pain. Why is this? Well, it's because they know you. They're the closest people to you. And they know what makes you happy and they know what makes you sad. They know what makes you angry. They know what gets under your skin. They know what makes you tick. They know you. So it's easy for them to do things that would hurt you. And the crazy thing is sometimes they may not even be trying to do it intentionally. Now, I know in arguments people say things to hurt each other sometimes, which is not healthy, but it's done. And so that's one way your spouse can hurt you. Or your spouse could just unknowingly be in a selfish mood or whatever. I don't know. But your spouse is the one that can hurt you the most. And they're the ones that can get you upset upset the most. Like, I know if I do or say certain things, I'm going to make my husband upset. And he knows that if he doesn't say certain things, that he's going to make me upset. We know this because we have been married for almost 15 years. I know what makes him tick. He knows what makes me tick. We know how to get under each other's skin. But on the same token, we both know how to love each other, how to make each other happy. We know how to be there for each other. And so that is how that works out. So your spouse is most likely the person who's going to end up hurting you the most. I'm not making this stuff up. It's true. And I'm not even going from my own experience. I'm going from the experience of friends who've been married for 15 to 20 years. And we have all said that out of all the people in our lives, we all agree that our spouse was the person who made us cry, who like really hurt us the most, not physically or anything, but you know, things that were said or done. And let me just clarify that we are not married to monsters or jerks or even evil people. We're married to men and women who are just human and who are not perfect. Men and women who, like us, get frustrated and say things out of anger that we honestly do not mean. Or, and also that we later regret. We're married to men and women who make impulsive and sometimes selfish decisions based off their emotions at that time. 
And since we are not married to perfect individuals, learning how to forgive them is essential to a marriage relationship. Forgiving takes a lot out of you because it requires you to be able to self-assess and understand that, yes, what your spouse did was wrong, but that you have the power to heal by forgiving and not to let it eat you up. And let me just clarify, forgiving someone does not condone or cancel what they did, but forgiving them gives you an opportunity to move forward. It also gives you time to heal. Now, I don't know what you're dealing with in your marriage, but if forgiving your spouse is something that you are certainly struggling with, here are five reasons you should forgive your spouse. Number one, health reasons. Did you know that when you hold on to anger and bitterness and unforgiveness that you are literally making yourself sick i heard someone say once that not forgiving someone is like taking poison to kill somebody else it's not going to happen because you're just going to kill yourself so when you are not forgiving someone and you hold on to unforgiveness all you're doing is holding on to all those emotions and let's face it they can make you sick now we all know that stress can have a terrible effect on your health and on your mental state but so can unforgiveness when we are unforgiving, it puts our bodies in like an alertive state, like a fight or flight kind of state. Because we are not forgiving, we can mess up our immune system, it can mess with us emotionally, it can affect us mentally, it can honestly make you sick just not forgiving someone. It can change your perspective, it can do a whole lot of things to you. And if you do not want all of these health problems, sickness, if you don't want your immune system to be messed up, if you don't want your mental health to be messed up and it can mess with your mental health and your psyche, then by all means, you have to forgive. Forgiveness is about you forgiving your spouse. But if you want to be selfish and throw another turn or spin to this, forgiveness is about you. It's about you. It's about you forgiving someone so that you can be okay. It's about forgiving someone so that you can heal. As long as you're holding on to all of that negativity, you are not going to get better emotionally, spiritually, or physically. You're going to stay where you are and you could potentially get worse. So if you forgive and let it go, then you are letting yourself heal. And you're not just giving your spouse the gift of forgiveness. You're also giving yourself the gift of healing and restoration. You are helping yourself to heal. Another reason you should forgive is so that you can rebuild trust. Now, I don't know what may have happened. I know that sometimes we need to forgive someone because they lied to us or it could have been an affair. It could be a lot of different things. But did you know that forgiving allows you to rebuild trust? And here's why. When you're not forgiving someone, you are constantly suspicious of them. You don't trust them. You think they're up to no good all the time. But when you forgive, forgiving is saying that I forgive you. Let's start over. It's not forgetting what has happened, because I don't think we can ever forget what's happened, but we can forgive what has happened and not let it affect us. It's pretty much saying, what you did hurt me, but I'm going to forgive you, and we're going to move forward in the future. So that allows you to rebuild trust. And you're able to rebuild this trust because you forgave them. You're not holding the past against them, which, if you are holding the past against someone, you haven't forgiven them. So forgiving means you're not holding the past against them, so you're starting over like it's a whole new thing it's like you're rebuilding trust you are getting to know each other again you're talking more and they also can help you because you're now discussing things that may have been problems in the past that you were never able to discuss you're discussing them now because you've forgiven your spouse and you're rebuilding trust and you're getting to know each other
by doing this, you're kind of like starting your relationship over again, which is point number four. And I'm just going to jump to that because it goes with point number two. So when you forgive, you are also, and you're rebuilding trust, you're kind of like starting your relationship over again. You are talking about your expectations. You're talking about things that make you happy, sad. You are really starting a new relationship. But the great thing about it is that you're starting a new relationship with the person that you married and the person that you love. And if when both people work together on doing this, there is nothing that can come your way that can destroy your relationship. We... Forgiveness also helps you with emotional healing. I know sometimes your spouse can do things to you that will like literally just take you out, regardless of what it is. It could be a lot of things. It could be something small like finances, or it could be something huge, like I would say affair. But it could be a lot of huge things that could mess you up. It could be finances can be huge, but whatever it is, it can give you emotional healing because sometimes we deal with so many things on so many levels until it can break you emotionally. It can make you depressed. It can make you have anxiety. It can give you so many problems. And by forgiving, we are allowing ourselves to heal. We're taking away the stress of now checking up on our spouse and not trusting them, always trying to go back to prove that what they said they did, they actually did. It takes away the distrust because just not trusting your spouse takes a, has an emotional toll on your psyche and your well-being. It's like when you don't trust somebody and you're constantly have to look after them and check up on them, you are doing yourself a disservice. And it creates a whole bunch of emotional issues and stress that you don't have to have. And so when you forgive, what it does is allows you to actually have emotional healing because you don't have the stress of checking up on somebody. You don't have the stress of trying to make sure someone did what they said they were going to do. You don't have that stress. It no longer causes you anxiety because you can't confirm what they said or what they didn't say. So it helps with emotional healing. And then finally, my fifth point is that it protects your marriage from bitterness and resentment. And yes, I said it. Now, I don't care. Even if it's something tiny that you, your spouse did and you feel that in some way he or she has slighted you, disrespected you, or done something that broke your trust. If you do not forgive, even if it's something small, like small, let's say, all right, here it is. Like one for me would be my pet peeve is like, I like to be on time the majority of the time. So if someone say, Kiana, I'm going to pick you up at this time and they do not pick me up at this time and they don't call me and tell me what's happening, I get upset. And sometimes I may not forgive you for that. Sometimes like you could have called, you could have done this. And so I may not say anything at the time, but what it does, it likes, it breeds bitterness and resentment. And that's just like me, one small thing that unforgiveness could be a problem in. So I don't know what it is in your marriage, but I know there's that thing in your marriage that you are not forgiving your spouse for, and it's causing you to be bitter toward them. So you no longer see them in that loving way you used to see them because you're angry with them, you are bitter, you probably resent them, you resent their decisions. It is causing a huge problem. And a way to protect your marriage from bitterness and resentment, which can destroy your marriage totally and entirely, is to forgive. Because if you forgive, you let go of the bitterness, you let go of the resentment, and you're now working together to create something beautiful. So these are the five reasons that I have personally set aside and say why you should forgive your spouse. Now, there are many more reasons. These are just five out of like thousands, okay? I just picked the five that I thought would help. So these are just five reasons to forgive your spouse. 
forgiving is something that we owe not just to our spouse, but we owe it to ourselves. Because if we don't forgive, we are not going to be the best version of ourselves that we could be for ourselves or for our spouse. And if we are not the best person or the best versions of ourselves for ourselves, then we can't give our spouse the gift of a spouse who understands, who forgives, who's caring, who's loving, because we are an emotional mess. We can't give to someone what we don't have, or we can't give love if we are empty. And the only way for us not to be empty and to be able to give to our spouse what they need is by allowing ourselves to be able to forgive our spouse and move forward. And here's the thing about forgiveness. Even if your spouse did not ask you to forgive them, there's no reason why you can't forgive them because forgiveness is something that we choose to do. It's not something that you have to beg for. So I've heard a lot of people say, well, I would have forgiven him, but no one asked. They don't have to ask. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for your mental health. And if you want your marriage to work, forgiveness is something you have to do. And they, your spouse doesn't have to even ask for forgiveness. I know that sometimes it can be rough being married, but I think at some point, especially when we know our spouse and everything like that, I think it comes a time when we have to make a conscious decision that, you know what, I'm just going to forgive them and make that decision to forgive. Now, forgiving does, like I said, does not mean we condone it. Like, if you're in an abusive relationship or physically abusive or mentally or verbally abusive, whatever it is, if it's an abusive relationship, I understand your reasons for resentment, bitterness. I do say that you should definitely leave and get out. And I do say you should also forgive. But forgiving does not mean, oh, it was okay for him to do this to you. No, it was not. And even if it's not abusive, is it, if it's a situation that is toxic and not healthy to you, then you should probably let that relationship go. And I say let it go. I still say forgive. You can forgive without contacting people about your forgiving them. You can forgive in the distance. You don't have to be close. It's not an up-close and personal kind of thing. Forgiveness is something that you just choose to do for you. And so you can forgive people who have hurt you, even if the relationship was abusive, even if it was toxic, and even if you got out, because I do say if it's toxic and if it is abusive, you have to get out, you have to leave. But you can still forgive, even if they never call you up and ask for forgiveness, you can forgive on your own merits for what they did and leave it alone, because that will bring you healing and help you be your best person. And believe me, you will be ready to be involved in whatever relationship it is that you need to be in if you forgive that person who's really hurt you and you move forward. Now, moving forward does not mean you contact them. Moving forward does not mean you have to have closure with them. No, you need closure with yourself. You need to forgive and then move forward. So that is just what I wanted to say. Forgiveness is something that can be given even if the person never asked for it. Even if a person has died and they've hurt you, you can still forgive them because forgiving them is allowing you to heal. So I just wanted to throw that in there, that they don't have to ask for forgiveness for you to give it. You can still forgive your spouse. Now, today I'm going to end with, I just want to encourage you guys to begin healing yourself by forgiving your spouse. Give them that gift of forgiveness, that gift that they need from you. Because forgiving someone is a gift. It's not something that people can ask. Well, it's something that people ask for, but I just think when we forgive someone, we're giving them grace. We're giving them a gift that's saying, you know what? I understand what you did was wrong, but I'm going to forgive you because I love you. I'm going to forgive you because we need to get over this and we need to move forward. And that is why it is important to forgive your spouse. 
because today I'm just going to encourage you, if there is something that your spouse did to you or something that you're still holding on to, some resentment, some bitterness, try forgiving them and let's see what happens. I guarantee this will make this year a better year. The stress will be gone, the anxiety, the bitterness, all of that stuff that goes along with being angry and upset will go away. Your health will even improve, believe me. <laughs> you will feel so much better if you just make that conscious choice to forgive your spouse. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called, Why Should I Forgive You? And it's about a woman who's trying to find a reason to forgive her spouse. So here's the song, Why Should I Forgive You?
Before I end the podcast today, I would like to just take some time to thank BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, for partnering with the Music and Vibes podcast. Is there like something that interferes with your happiness or that's preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional counselor. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional counseling done secretly and securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor or therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't even have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. And the great thing about this is that with the pandemic going on, this is a safe way to get the help and the counseling that you may be needing. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy and it's free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, wants you to start living a happier life today. So, what I want you to do is visit their website and you can read the testimonials that are posted daily. Now, we do have a website because since BetterHelp is joining with us and partnering with the Music and Vibes podcast, we have our own promo code where you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. So, what I'm going to do is put the link to BetterHelp in the show notes, our personal link, and along with our promo code, Music and Vibes, so that you, when you sign up, you can get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp is here to help. And the thing that I absolutely love about BetterHelp is that out of all of the online counseling that's available and that's out there, BetterHelp is like number one for relationships. This is the best place to go if you need help with marriage counseling or relationship counseling. This is a good place to go. Now, they're also good if you just need individual counseling because that's helpful as well. But this is the thing that I love. Since this podcast is about relationships and marriage and dating, I love the fact that BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is known for having good support for people who are married and for people in relationships. So this is why I'm really excited to be partnering with BetterHelp. So what I'll do in the show notes, I'm going to put the link to BetterHelp, our link, and our personal promo code so that you can get 10% off the first month. I also like for you guys to encourage your friends to subscribe, and I would also like for you to subscribe and share the podcast. Because when you subscribe, when you share, you're doing a service to the world. You're helping people to hear content that they may not normally have heard otherwise. And you're also letting people know that there is hope, there is help. And that's the thing I want everyone to take away from the podcast. Like, you don't have to give up on anything. You don't have to give up on your marriage. You don't have to give up on your relationship, your dreams. You don't have to give up on anything. There is hope and there are things you can do to live the life that you want to live and become the person you want to be and to have the relationship that you want to have. So I'm going to encourage you today to share this podcast, this episode, with a friend or family member. Even if you know someone who's dealing with a toxic situation, even better. 
share this podcast with them. And then I'm asking if you have not already subscribed to just go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And the link, I will put that link in show notes as well so that you can subscribe to the podcast. Now we have several ways for you to get in contact with me. One is the Facebook page, which I mentioned earlier. So you can go to at the Music and Vibes Facebook. No, you can't. Okay, here it is. I'm sorry, don't write that down. Sorry. You can go to at the Music and Vibes Podcast and you can find us in Facebook. And when you get there, you can message me. Or you can go to our website, which is musicandvibes.com and you can hit on the contact button and then you can contact me that way. So there are several ways. I think I have some, I do have a way you can contact me on Instagram. I'm going to try to put all of that in the show notes so that you can just click on the link and you can contact me, which would make it a lot easier on you. And remember, I'm here, I'm available, I'm accessible. So if you need to talk or need someone to listen, hey, I'm here. All right, well, guys, I think that's all for me today. You have ways to contact me. You know how to reach me. Thank you so much in advance for sharing the podcast with your friends. Thank you for subscribing if you haven't. All right, that's all I have. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you. And have an amazing day and a wonderful week. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.